All right. <laughs> All right, boys and germs. Welcome to the Crack Crack Pit Crack Pit Podcast, episode number nine. It's been a, a wee while between drinks because last week myself and Mr. Alex here reopened our gyms back here in Melbourne. And it's it was a quite a busy week. So we didn't actually get a chance to do our regular new fun hobbies. I've missed I've missed I've missed you, man. Oh, I know, but man, we hung out a bit. We hung out a bit. We've actually, we? We, yeah, we went to the beach. Oh yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you as much though. Even though I've seen you in person, I don't feel I've felt the demo as much. But whatever. We haven't. Be, well, we didn't do our Jack and Juicy virtual Jack and Juicy last week either. Because um, I was wrecked. I was wrecked by the end of the week. Anyway, well, I was wrecked by fucking Tuesday. Never mind by the end of the week. How were you feeling? Yeah. Yeah, pretty um, pretty tired after it all, but um, but kind of good at the same time. Um, I think this week's going to be even bigger, so I'm just trying to remind myself to keep doing things that I enjoyed doing, because you kind of went back, just went full blown into the into the swing of things and getting new members and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, bit tired, but uh, trying to remember to make time for um, you know, for walking, yeah, <laughs> for for diving. You still do just your- all. Still doing your rook walking? Nah, I haven't. I haven't done that yet for a while. I haven't done that for a while. It's. Uh, I got to get back into it. It just seems like when you've got all this stuff on, you know, that stuff just seems. It was so much easier to go for a five k rock walk and listen to podcasts when you had nothing on. <laughs> now the shit's just stacked up, and you're like, ah. Uh. But I'll do. It. I've done it on a rest day. I've done it, but I haven't done it like every day. I was doing it. You know, I think I did like a whole month of like rock walking. <laughs> um. Uh, are we are we going to get back to that? Are we going to get back to doing the things that we enjoy doing? Because this is the shit we talk about in fitness, isn't it? Like we, you know, we talk to our clients about, you know, what is health? Health is more than just coming to the gym to do a training session. But me and you are gym owners. Mm. Um, I, 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 like, did we live a better, healthier life during uh, during lockdown? Uh, I wouldn't say I enjoyed rock walking. It was just the best thing that I had available to me at the time. So I'm back to diving for sure. I'm back to, I'm back to doing the, I'm, but I just don't have as much time for diving, but I, I went out on Sunday to uh, Point Leo and I caught no fish, which was quite, and I ripped, uh, ripped a hole in my ass, which was, uh, <laughs> what? Oh, I went diving and then, um, so we went to Point Leo and it was the flattest day. Like you could, it was glassy and I was like sick. And then all of a sudden, but Point Leo is this kind of place where it kind of crosses two, two, I guess, currents kind of cross there. So I was kind of like, for some reason, this, this weird kind of freak wave came and it stacked me onto the rocks. And it was like, it was calm. It was the calmest day I've ever had. And all of us, cause there's like three of us diving and I'm like stuck on the rocks, just holding on to my shit. And like this wave just keeps hitting us. And then I like ripped the hole in my wetsuit and then it went back to being flat. And I was like, fuck, it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a funny thing from the weekend. Um, but no, def- definitely making time for, uh, yeah, I've definitely, I'm, I'm going to put out some time next Friday to go to the, the prom. I've already organized that with a friend. So we're going to go to Wilson's prom and try and get some crayfish. Good. Um, so yeah, no, definitely still, still trying to make time for it. Um, well, no, still definitely making time to go out and be and and train and stuff or be physical. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. 
good. How about gaff. you? Though? How's that? Oh, less like, less about me, more about you. What's been happening with you? I haven't, I haven't seen you, Demo. I haven't seen you for ages. Well, you're seeing me now, motherfucker. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Well, we're still doing the podcast over Zoom, like so. If anyone listening, this is still like him in one location, me in another location, because uh, it's only been week two of the gym reopening, and my time management has gone out the fucking window, um, and which is I it, it is something I, I did expect, um, but uh, from the life I was living during lockdown, where I I started a new career. Uh, somewhat a new career uh, it's still in the fitness industry but I've also uh, undertaken a couple of new hobbies which is now this podcast um, and doing group zoom chats with other people like you know it's it's been good so uh, so I, I my sleep improved I, like I was still waking up early but would not to a fucking alarm um, you know try and trying out new fucking things in order to improve my sleeping, my, like my, my day, my training, um, doing a lot of stuff for myself, which is a lot, a lot of the things that I've, I've learned in over the lockdown have been awesome. And a little bit of me wants to continue to live those things. No. And why not? I know. I get what you mean. I get what you definitely was definitely a lot of stuff we learned from lockdown. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing. I don't think um, that you know getting us all locked down. Anything you know, a lot of people did find it a bad thing and you know mentally challenging, and people suffered. I'm not fucking taking that away from people at all. Fuck me, people did suffer. That is without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but for myself. A, a, a lot of positives did come from it. A, 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 a broken relationship got one of those. That was that was tough shit, fucking to deal with, um, and and somewhat still. But whatever, shit happens. You move on. Yeah. You 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 roll with the punches. Um, we built our relationship, didn't we? We, we did. Yeah, yeah. Fucking old Alex. We're fucking we, me and Alex. Uh, for those of you that may not know, but we are going to take over the world. That's uh, that's 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 what's going to happen. Alex is the ideas man. Um, I'm the noisy one, um, and like we'll we'll push each other forward in whatever endeavor that's going to be. But watch this space. Watch this space. Like Ramwad, move over. Fucking virtual on-demand training programs. Get the fuck out of the way. Demo and Alex are fucking on the job. That is a fact. That is a fact. So uh. you know we, we like listen. We myself and yourself almost to a degree reinvented ourselves uh, because we had fucking nothing else to do nothing else to be at and i know what you're like and you know what i'm like we, we, we can't sit still there's, there's no there's no fucking sitting on the hands because we need to be doing something that's why we're in the fucking fitness industry because we probably have we suffer with adhd and we can't you know be in an office environment because we'll explode um so you know we've figured out other ways to deliver what we love to deliver um but through the virtual space um i personally enjoyed it it gave me time to do other things um, in, my, in my life, which I started to really fucking enjoy as well. And live a healthier lifestyle. Going to bed at a normal time and waking up, not to a fucking alarm, but still waking up early and still getting shit done. It's amazing. What's your, uh, what's your, what's your wake up time now? Except, uh, right now, 5 a.m. Yeah. again. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. like bang. I'm like, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, and you don't go. I find like it's going to take a while to get back into falling asleep 
better because when you fall, you're falling asleep knowing that you're waking up to an alarm, your mind just ticks over. Oh, is the alarm set right? What have I to do tomorrow? Who's going to be in that class? And what are we, what's on the programming? Um, uh, that new person's coming in, have to make sure this, that, and the other. Did they clean the gym last night? Is the alarm on in the gym? Did I lock the door? Did I eat? I didn't eat enough today. And when am I going to do my own training? Um, am I going to get to the beach today? What the fuck? Like all this internal dialogue that chatters through your fucking brain when you're like when you, like and i feel like it's it's triggered by the alarm set you know yeah. setting that motherfucking thing on and um, so um yeah i liked lockdown <laughs> i'm sorry if I, I know there's people listening going fuck you cunt like you fucking you don't know what i've went through i listen i have plenty of friends that fucking done it done it tough done it fucking tough but um i'm just giving you my personal my personal view, my personal opinion. And um, yeah, it is what it is. I, I have noticed that you have kind of switched your tone from, uh, but you know, you've always been one to look on the positive. Yeah. So um, yeah, look, there were definitely positives from lockdown, but Hey, let's, let's, let's turn this to uh, I know last week you were giving, I feel like we're in this kind of special moment where we're all, we're, we've never had this moment in time where we've all been seven months out of training and we're all coming back to training technically kind of newbies. We did have that special moment, you know, like four months ago when we were in lockdown, but now we're in it. We're in it. We've got the special moment where all our members and generally most people in Melbourne are coming back from training. Last week, my advice to everyone was just like, fuck off any, don't change a thing. Just come back, just training, like adding training is the, is the difference. So just, keep everything the same, keep with the normal kind of routine, just try to get into the habit of training. And this week, I was just thinking, you know, like over the next couple of weeks, like how would you kind of approach um, getting people back so that, you know, we don't fall back to the same, same routines? Because that's kind of what we started talking about, right? Is how, you know, we, we were kind of in lockdown, we developed all these really good habits, or we, you know, dealt with these habits, which, um, helped us cope with lockdown, whatever that was. And now we're going back into kind of life. Life is starting to build back up. How do we now integrate some healthy habits and do this together? Because the first thing for me was, you know, don't try and do everything. So just get back into training. Now I'm in the second week and I'm like, okay, well, you've had three days. You know, really, I, I want a habit to settle in for two weeks. I just say, keep doing the training thing. But let's talk about you know, what happens week three, what happens week four, what happens week five, what do you think, what's your advice, you know, what, what are you going to give to, you know, to your people? I saw that you gave some good advice to them um, yeah, on, your, on your Legends page. I usually just copy that, but, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. just give me some notes, bro. Just give yeah. me some <laughs> Yeah. Um, I can't think for myself. <laughs> I, yeah, I, listen, I think a lot of people may have learned from lockdown that the gym isn't uh, like the only thing in their lives that uh, delivers uh, some sort of fitness to them. People have had to reinvent the wheel a little bit themselves and just get industrial, industrious, industrious with, with what they do. And I have seen it in my members and they have come back fitter, leaner and probably more mentally stronger, maybe not as physically strong, but they definitely haven't lost their strength. Um, but I, I have quizzed them. I've quizzed these members have come back and I've seen their body shape has changed. Like 
talk about people leaning down, but leaning down and looking healthy, not fucking uh, shredding and looking gaunt. Um, and basically, I think a lot of people have discovered that because they've been working from a home, um, they're more aware of what they're consuming, which is a big thing. So if you're if you're constantly on the go, like you get up for work in the morning, you might have a coffee, you may have breakfast, you may not have breakfast, you jump in the car, you go to the office, you might grab something at, at 10.30 or 11 o'clock. Um, then you, you're, you're busy during the day, then you're you're kind of snacking, but you don't, there's no, it's not really mindful eating, it's just kind of just hands going to the mouth because, oh, you know, I'm, I'm peckish. Then you have a coffee. Then maybe three o'clock in the day, there's something else going in there. Uh, then you may end up going to the gym that night and you, because you train, training normally makes people hungry. So then you fucking eat like a motherfucker um, after the gym. Um, but you have no real idea of what you've actually consumed throughout the day. And now because people have all that stuff removed away from them and that they're at home, I think they have discovered that, Jesus, now that I'm at home, like, if I want to eat food, why am I constantly going to the fridge? I don't need to be going to the fridge this fucking often. I'm going to set my meals at like at this time, this time, and this time. And if I'm going to snack, I'm going to prepare a healthy snack. I'm not just going to reach for the quickest thing because I am at home. Because now your time is yours. Because now you're in your own domain and you have full control of that domain. So my advice in that regard, regarding the food and whatnot, is maintain that. I know now for some people, they aren't back to work yet, so they still have control of this, but now they are, their gyms are back, have opened back up for them. So they can plan how they eat in order to like, benefit their workouts um, and to be super conscious of what they're eating. Because that is where their results come from. If you want to be leaner, um, and healthier it comes from what you're putting in your fucking cake hole and during lockdown that's what i was preaching left right and center and i know lots of people took heed and i know people started tracking their calories um, because they had time to do it and i know a lot of people heard what i was saying and were like yeah but that's going to consume far too much time and i have no time well fuck you you had plenty of time and now you're coming out of lockdown and you've decided not to do it but you're you all of a sudden you're like oh fuck I've, I've gained some weight here. I need to fucking do something about this. Well, you had, you just had seven months. You just had seven months. And if you didn't fucking pull your finger out in that seven months, and now you're coming up flying into your gym instructors and you're asking, oh, what do I do to lose the kilos? Cause Christmas is coming up. Mate, fuck off. It's, that's as simple as I can say. I'm, 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 a li- I'm gone a little bit cold on this because you've waited, you've waited, you've waited too long. Yes, you can start now, but you're seven months behind everyone else. Simple as like it. you know what I mean. Um, so that would that would be my first thing because for me it's it's food. It's what goes in the fucking cake hole. It's not how many times you're lifting the bar. It's not how many times you deadlift a week. A week. It's not how many PBs you've got. It's not. It's not that. It's about what you're consuming to fuel your body. Um, and as we know, most people, if they're overweight, are fucking overconsuming. Simple science. It's, uh, it's an interesting one because I've, I've had that conversation more and more this week about people going, oh, how's the nutrition? And then they go, oh, you know, it's, uh, could eat a little less. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, have you tried tracking? And they're like, oh, that, that gives me a bad relationship with my food. I'm like, go see a fucking counselor if you have a bad <laughs> relationship. With I'm like, just track it for one week. Just track it, you know, like. I'm like, if, you, if, you're, if you're overweight and you're unhappy, you've probably got a shit relationship with food anyway. So it can't get any worse. So just track it for a week. Yeah. 
here. It, you know the app we use. It's My Fitness Pal. It's, it's you can get it on your phone. Like yeah. how many how many other apps do people have on their phones? And if they check their screen time, because you can do that on the fucking iPhones and shit now, you can check how much screen time you're on, and it'll break it down into social media. If you're on My Fitness Pal for less than ten minutes a day to track your because there's, there's no games on there, there's no TikTok videos. There's no fucking um, photos. It's just you putting in your detail. You ain't going to spend no more than 10 minutes per day putting in your food. That's all it'll be. How many hours in the day? 20 fucking four? That's a lot of fucking minutes. You can spare 10 of them. The, hard, the hardest thing that I find with MyFitnessPal is when you're trying a new food and then you've got to scan the barcode and you're like, oh, fuck's sake. So... <laughs> yeah yeah i know and then, you scan, and then you scan it and then you go one serving and then you're like fuck that's fucking hard man i'm not gonna lie it's fucking hard. so hey most things in life alex are hard if they're very worth hard fucking, yeah they're at they're, they're if it's worth a fucking it's worth doing it's going to be hard listen this is what i've told everyone that i've been working with uh, and this is no secret now the way I do shit anymore is I don't even have the app open when I'm fucking making my food. I write everything down. I know there's a camera watching here, so I have to describe this for the viewers. I have my notebook in one hand and I have a pen in the other hand. And when I'm cooking my food, I have a weight scales. So I write a list of the foods and I write the weight of the foods all down beside them. Then I throw that shit away and I make my food and I eat it. Later on in the day, I'll come back and open up my fitness pal when I'm chilling out on the couch watching my TikTok videos. And I'll start adding, um, like going through what the weights are of my foods and entering them in, which gives me the calorie total in my fitness pal. Now, the way I used to do it back in the day is I didn't even use my fitness pal. I went on to Google. I would be Googling how many calories in 200 grams of steak, how many calories in fucking. 150 250 grams of white potato you top like my you top like my mother yeah yeah two, two fingers two index fingers yeah. <laughs> and that's it so i would have a list of stuff on a sheet each day and then i would total it up so just because if you go into google you go calories in whatever food it will give you a damn fucking accurate result in reading and sometimes when i go into my fitness pal and if something quite isn't making sense i, I will google it and see excuse me, how close it is to it. And normally it's pretty right. But that would, that would be how I would track my calories. And I just, it's just a matter of writing it all down. And for a lot of people, they eat the same thing each and every day. You know, uh, so you do this for one or two days of the week and you pretty much have the rest of the week covered. It's true, man. It's true, I, mean? I love it. So, so track, so have an awareness of your food. Are you drinking coffee? Is that coffee? Yes. Are you on coffees again? Yes. I thought you don't drink coffees. I don't. And when you started, I was like, that's new. That's yesterday. New. <laughs> I started yesterday. Are you tired? Are you getting tired? Are you getting enough sleep, bro? Are you getting enough I, sleep? Last night I, I, I slept well. I took some CBD oil and I fucking, yeah. I, I, like it, I got a, on my whoop strap and 98% recovery. My HRV was 101 today. So that Why was, are you sleepy? What? Why are you on the coffees again then? Uh, yeah, I have a, listen, quite a big day ahead. Okay. Uh, tomorrow I don't have to be up early so I will um, I have just to put the work in today um, and then not worry about waking up to an alarm tomorrow fucking morning so um, that will be fine so yeah just 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 yeah I have a like I don't I like a coffee every so often but yeah yesterday and today I've had 
uh, two in a row. So tomorrow, no fucking Ooh. coffee. Oh, you're crazy. No, I'm just, I'm just interested because I've always been like, "Game, hey, mate, come for a coffee. Like, order a drink coffee. I'm like, all right. But now you do. That's good. Welcome to the, uh, welcome to being an adult. <laughs> I like tea. I much prefer tea, but I know I had a coffee yesterday and it just, it just hit me the right way. It didn't overstimulate me. I got a lot of work done. I was productive the entire day, even though I was up at 5 a.m. Um, and I was in coaching back in the evening. And I just felt on the job. Um, and I didn't finish last night till nine o'clock because I was doing Zoom chat. So that was a long day. That was from 5 a.m. nonstop till 9 p.m. Now, okay. you know, I, that's not sustainable. I can't be doing that. And I have no desire to be doing that on a daily basis because what time then do I get for my own shit and my own chill outness? True, bro. Life of a gym but owner. Oh, anyone that's thinking about owning a gym or running a gym, don't. <laughs> it's not that bad, bro. It's not that bad. Uh, listen, talk to me. Talk to me first. Talk to Alex Changi first. There'll be a couple of things I'm going to tell you to set in place before you go down this road to make sure that you make smart decisions along the way. Cause I've, I've, I've made all the wrong decisions. Um, um, and I've hopefully I've learned from them. I'm still learning. I'm still fucking up, but um, yeah, like I definitely, there's definitely a path I have in mind now. Ten, well, since 2011, how many years? Fuck, that's a lot of years running the gym. Hopefully yeah. in the next year, next 12 months, I will have this nutted out to a point where actually profitable <laughs> so okay so your your advice is know what you're putting in your cake hole 100%. i like it I, and i think that's super important um so my one my one would be make training feel good which is kind of along the lines of what you're talking about um because i would just my challenge everyone to have a cup of juice before training today yep because, you know, there's a big anti-carb movement at the moment. And it seems like we're all like, oh, don't have carbs with training. And I was, you know, I was kind of questioning that stuff as well. At one stage, you know, I went through my, um, my keto phase and, and it was good. It's really good for some types of training. But you, what, for whatever your type of training is, you need to make sure that you are making it feel good. So, you know, making sure that you're not, I think we had heaps of people coming in like real gung-ho, after like, you know, seven months of lockdown, running every day or going for walks every day, coming in and trying to hit the gym, like, you know, four to five times a week. And I'm like, whoa, just chill the fuck out. And they're like, I'm so sore. And they're like dragging their ass into the fucking gym. And I'm like, man, if you're fucked up, do you think you're going to be able to sustain this the next, you know, the next, uh, uh, the next four weeks or however long, you know, like we had guys who were like, um, or guys who were like not eating, they're like, oh no, no, I'm fasting till 12 o'clock, you know? And I'm like, that's cool. But do you think you're, you're going to be able to train as, you know, are you, do you think you'd be able to train hard and elicit some sort of stimulus in the gym? And they're like, and everyone kind of logs themselves into these dogmas, like, oh, I'm fasting till 12 and I'm, and I've got nothing against fasting. I do fasting myself, but I don't fast and train unless that training is conducive to fasting. But we'll talk about that later. But, you know, they, they're like, I'm fasting the 12. I'm not going to have a cup of juice. I'm like, cup of juice is like 100 calories, bro. You know, 200 calories. So if you're having that cup of juice, it's like you could probably just maybe have a little bit less when you, when you, when you come off your, your fast. But, you know, I think make training feel good so that you have that positive association with it. You know, 
make sure that you're training with your mates, make sure that you're doing some mobility so that training isn't like, you're not training with like super tight muscles, make sure you're fueling with really good, delicious food, sugars, not sugars and fats because fats will slow down absorption, not sugars and fiber, you know, get that, get that energy in you. Maybe not sugar and caffeine at night because then you won't be able to sleep. But that's my challenge for everyone. For my people this week is make your training feel as good as possible. You know, do whatever you can to make it, to make a positive association with, with training. Yep. Just not donuts because donuts have fat in them and fat slows down absorption. And they have sugar too. They taste so good. They, they do taste good, but they've got, but they're not right training food because they just sit in your stomach. Powerlifters you know? might disagree with you. Ah, uh, but are they doing, are they doing like glycolytic work? Are they doing highly glycolytic work? Not really. It's not like they're pushing hard. Mm. Well, they are pushing hard, but they're not like sustaining it for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was my advice. What's, um, I guess you got, you got peeps who are in lockdown or we got, everyone knows some peeps who are in lockdown, mm. don't we? Everyone, the world's going back into lockdown again. <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. like back in ireland has gone back into lockdown and uh, england and uh, like shitloads of fucking europe and even south australia they've decided to you know close all the gyms for some fucking reason uh, again because there was a, an outbreak so I, I, I yeah like you know i i, I was all optimistic I, I was somewhat not optimistic first coming back out of this lockdown because i was like we're going to get shut down again um, I, I hope we don't like we've been zero cases here now for the last couple of over two weeks and um, things are looking pretty good but you see what's just after happening in South Australia and it just puts the shits right up you again and it puts that target on the back and you know the anxiety about your business creeps back in and you're like oh here we fucking go again so you want to move forward with the things you want to do and you want to progress and you want to like set things in place and then you think oh well Maybe it's all going to be taken away again. But we won't dwell on that because fuck it, there's no point. There's no point in that. But um, coming back to what you said there, like, you know, the advice, I, like I, I truly believe that it's like um, people should do what they enjoy. You know, um, you know, pick, I definitely agree that like, you know, make, making training feel, feel good and not fucking yourself up is, is important. But you're, you're, you know, people are just super eager. You know, it's hard to hold someone back when they just want to go. You know, it, it, it takes, I suppose, a, a person that has a lot of training experience to understand themselves. Mate, how many times would you have me and you and me like gone on holidays and come back and like, you know, started squatting and then fucking squatting far too heavy on after two weeks holidays and absolutely wrecked ourselves? Yeah, maybe I'm not sure if I'm. I don't not sure I've ever loved training that much to do that, but I do know what you mean. Yeah, well, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to. There's a certain maturity that comes with learning how to hold yourself back. Yes, I and, haven't. I haven't figured that out. I own a gym. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I, like I'll go back to Ireland for three weeks over the Christmas when we could travel back, and um, I'll be on the piss. 21 days straight, like Guinness, Guinness, couple of lines of Coke, keep me alive, Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. Um, and then I come back after that three weeks and, you know, I'm back in the gym, like that there's still alcohol in my system. So I think I'm fucking invincible. So I rack up on the bar, my fucking 80, 90% and start squatting that for reps. I can do it, 
But holy fuck, my legs don't work for the rest of the week. Uh, doms beyond doms. Doms on top of doms on top of doms. And, you know, I shouldn't be doing that, you know, because uh, I, I, I'm a mature athlete. I'm a smarter athlete. But when it comes back, it was like, no, I'll be fine. This, this feels good. You know, you get excited. The people are in the, in the gym and your mates are there. And, you know, that's so what, what are I you. What's your, uh, what's your, I guess if you, if we were to pass that, that maturity on to our members, yeah. you know, what are the signs that you kind of look for? Cause I've totally blown myself out with, not with training, but with free diving, but you know, like, what have you, what, what, what signs do you look for? Okay. Well, have you been using a barbell in the last couple of weeks? Like, oh, we, like, we don't even have to talk about seven months of non-training. It's like, okay, just think about what, what have you been doing in the last couple of weeks? Have you picked the movement squats? Have you squatted weight in the last two or three weeks? If the answer is no, not at all, well, then you have no business going over 50% of your, your 1RM at all for that first week or two weeks back. Because you got to condition that movement again. you got to condition moving weight in that movement as well. And I think that's when, when your, a good coach will come into play as well, that knowing that you've been on holidays or knowing that you've been away and they will advise you. They will, the, the program, you can't water the program down for everyone because there was people in lockdown training heavy and training hard. Um, so we can just put a, a program together that's generic, that allows everyone to follow However, then it comes to the individualized coaching when they're in a session and be like, okay, so what have you been actually doing over the last three, last three weeks when it comes to training? Uh, I just walked. Okay, if you've just walked, I want you to work with an empty barbell, maybe up to 40, 50% maximum, but I want you to go on how you feel. If you feel that it's getting too much or you're starting to break your form, reduce that weight and keep the reps high, okay? Higher reps normally means that they can't go mad heavy. Now, talk to the other person in the, in the room that has been doing back squats the last three weeks. They've been squatting twice a week. I'm going to say, okay, what percentage, what weight have you been doing over the last three weeks? Well, I've been probably working about 60, 70%. Okay, let's push it to 80% today for those high reps and see how it feels. Again, like if it's not feeling right and you're losing form, you got to back it off. But let's push it today. And that's all in one session. That's those two people are in your one session. And it's kind of, that's what we offer in our CrossFit gyms. It's not just come in and just go fucking balubas. Um, they come in because number one, they want the community. Number two, they want the coaching. They know what they get when they're with us. And that's what we supply. So as for me, as a, a mature student or mature student of, the, uh, of, of fitness, um, I would hope my coach advises me the right way. Now, do I listen? to my coach or do I go, I see that guy over there. How come he's able to lift fucking 80% and I'm only allowed to do 40%. You know? Like that's, that's the thing that we have to watch out for then. It's like, you know, how do you deliver this message to the person that their, their ego doesn't take over? Well, I think that stems from how the gym is run in the first place. It's, if, if, if it's it, uh, the typical CrossFit thing, it's all driven by PBs and fucking Fran times and PBs and fuck on the barbell. If it's not about that originally, that's mitigated. But if that's what it's about, then that's, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with people's egos then. And, you know, when you're dealing with motherfuckers, motherfuckers' egos, it's, it's tricky because they will not listen to what you've said. They will be going on their own. Well, I'm going to do what I want to do. 
I don't want to go heavy. So quite it's a, a, it's a, yeah. No, I agree. It's um, I was listening to Mark Bell and he was saying, you know, it's not about getting strong is about training maximally. It's about training optimally. Hmm. So, you know, you got to respect the process. And uh, I think that, you know, one of the, it's, it's, it's good advice. I think the, uh, um, but you know, sometimes I think the other advice is we're just there to kind of go, Hey, I'm your, uh, I'm your Sherpa, you know, I'm your guide. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that, you know, we can, we can keep walking up this mountain, but you're probably going to hurt yourself, but yeah, maybe take a break today. And, and, but, you know, but again, if we had people telling us that stuff, would we have listened? Yeah, I know. Well, it, it, we just have to do our thing, man. They have to do their thing and we have to do our thing, you know, and, and over time, if we nurture that enough, then they'll start to trust in what we believe. But, you know, like, fuck, no one's going to, most of my guys to begin with, my new guys, well, if I've been working with them for a while, I'm like, just take a teaspoon of salt before training. They'll be like, nah. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you worked with them for a while, you gain that trust, you'll be like, fuck yeah, give me that salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I, I truly believe it's the culture you build within your, within your community about all that sort of stuff. So you have a community already there that follow you and trust what you do. And it's almost that the, the new people that come in, they also, not only are they going to get guidance from you, but they'll get guidance from the everyone else. And it'll, it's not that it needs to be spoken words. It's invisible in how people do things. You know, you've always got that like person like, okay, we're let's everyone, let's get ready. We're about to do back squats. I'm going to show you the movement. Okay, now go. Then you get that person that it comes like they, they've done some sort of exercise before and they're going home and they go straight for the 20 kilo plates and put them straight on the bar without even like warming up. But if it, like, and that's cool, that's fine. Especially if you're new, I, I, I get that. That's your, that's your thing. However, I'm going to change that over time, but you're going to see that everyone else around you that has been in my gym for so long, they're going to do two to three sets with an empty barbell, super focused on their movement. So maybe I will say to that person, Hey, maybe you take the, the weight down before you go too heavy. But maybe they still want to do that. But over time, they're going to see, well, everyone else is squatting way better than me. And they end up going much heavier. Maybe there's something in what's going on here. You know, so it's, it's not only the coach, but it's the culture that, that, that helps build it all up. And I think that's, you know, that's what needs to be instilled from the, from the get-go and from years of building up our facilities. I like it. I like it. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that. That's been my pet. That's been my pet bit of a uh, pet peeve for uh, people when they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna just gonna keep coming to training so that I can train through the pain." Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, maybe that might work with like, I don't know if that works. Like, I feel like that's a real big runner thing. Yeah. Like runners will just push through the pain. I'm like, yeah, you like you'll slowly kind of get plantar fasciitis and shin splints, but that shit will slowly come up. But if you push through the pain here, you're going to, you know, you're going to fuck yourself up a whole lot faster. Yeah. I've actually, um, I've actually had a client now that exact, that exact thing happened to him. So one of my online clients that I'm working with, um, I only advise that people walk 10,000 steps and track their calories. That's my two non-negotiables in my program. But I, 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 I hold your hand and I, I walk with you on the journey to make, keep you accountable. Now, this fella, he decided to do, go back to F45. 
and he went in and I, he obviously went fucking gun ho and he he was messaging me he's like demo i'm fucking sore everywhere i'm sore in my eyeballs i'm sore on my fucking biceps i'm sore up my arsehole i was like fuck and he was like i'm afraid to go back i don't want to go back i said how many days has it been four days since he trained and he's still sore i, I said mate the best thing you're going to do is go back to the gym but do only half the work so if you're on a station for um, a minute you just move from for 30 seconds you do not go to failure and I said, I want you to go half the weight that you would have gone before, even though it'll, you'll feel like you should walk out of there feeling like you didn't even get a workout. You should walk out of there not even sweating. Because uh, I'll tell you what you'll do. You'll pump blood through your fucking entire body and it'll create the healing. He messaged me back the day after he went and he said, you're 100% right. That's exactly what I've done. And I feel so much better now. So it, sometimes it takes people fucking themselves up to be like, oh, shit, I fucked up here now. But don't try and just train through it. There is a smarter way to approach it. Um, but again, it's talking, talk to your coach, talk to whoever owns that facility. People, people, people fucking themselves up gets in the way of our Lamborghini money though, bro. Yeah, a Lamb you call it Lamborghini money, I call it jet ski and hooker money. Mate, <laughs> did, I tell you, did I tell you, that? have you seen the brand, Do You Even? Yes, it's one of my favorite brands. Oh, I didn't even know it existed, but I saw the dude driving around in his Lamborghini in Port Melbourne. He's just got this Lamborghini that's got massive do you even. And he's just this like early 20s. I was like, dude, is that is that your brand? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know what brand it was. And he goes, and it's just an online store, just purely B2C, gym wear, do you even, cruises around in a Lamborghini tornado or some shit. Just yeah, gym man. gear, bro. Gym gear, do you apparel. Even. Yeah, look, I'm I'm in the Muscle Nation shit at the moment. So I've do you even? And there's one that's E C H T. I don't know how you even say that word. Um, then you have what other one? Remember the Brave? The Brave aren't really they're not yeah. existent anymore. But um, yeah, it's it, man, a, a Jim Shark. Any of these okay. any of these people that are listening to us right now, we're me and Alex are happy to be sponsored. Uh, I've I've got abs. Alex is growing his at the moment, and um, but we're happy to do like you know filthy photo shoots and. You know, whatever it takes. Whatever Strippers takes. on jet skis. Strippers on jet skis. Yes. I'll, I'll take those photos. I will take those photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Um, shall we get ready for uh, Jack Ooh. and Juicy? Yes. What time is it? Oh, yeah. We've got quarter. Have you one more point that you wanted to make? Um, I thought, no. I, I don't know. Do you have any point? Like, let's go. We've done nutrition. We've got make feel good. What's the, uh, like, what's the, do you have a last point? I think you do. You always have a last point. Yeah. Um, um, well, for the people that I know that have gone back into lockdown, like back in Ireland, I know like it can be a fucking daunting thing as the, the gyms and stuff have been taken away from me. And I know people that are gym junkies, they're, they're suffering right now. They're like, fuck this. My advice is buy some equipment at home because um, you can make it, you can do a lot with a, with a little. But the simplest thing, if you want to keep lean and trim, walk and track your calories, 10,000 steps per day and track your calories to the correct amount of calories because now you have the time to do it. And then you've picked up this brand new habit that you can take back to the gym when you do get back to the gym. And pick, do something at, at, at right now that you've wanted to do for a long time, but now you've fucking got the time on your hands. You know, that thing that, you, oh, I'd love to fucking brew some beer. Or I'd love to fucking make some whiskey. I'd love to fucking um, learn how to, pole dance 
like there's shit loads of courses on- online that you can fucking you can just fucking follow along and um do it like i got into watching movies during lockdown and i, I ended up watching almost a movie a night man i feel like i feel like i've tra- been transported to so many different worlds on a daily basis it was awesome sweet yeah. my I, I i like just to to expand on demo's thing if i was uh if i look back at lockdown the two thing the things i would get earlier was the sandbag <laughs> sandbags are the bomb and you can just keep adding sand to it <laughs> and a dumbbell and then you can do jack and juicy yeah yeah buddy i would <laughs> like look seriously like i still have people asking me about oh are you doing a jack and juicy today you know and it just you just got to find you've got to find the fun in training you got to find the fun man yeah do something that makes you smile because that's what we were doing we're doing this those sandbag workouts which is we almost need like a sand like a a lockdown survival like how to to survive lockdown from seven month veterans yeah absolutely that should be thursday's that should be thursday's podcast how to okay. survive lockdown. Yeah. Okay. Tips from tips from some veterans. Yeah. I, 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 for myself, I, I, I stocked up on a lot of MDMA. At, <laughs> at the start, I bought like, some, like fucking 14 grams of it or something. Still got lots of got it. He got it from a psychologist. He got it from a psychologist. I, my bollocks. My bollocks <laughs> is dark webbery. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. We'll sign it off because I have to go out there and actually perform live on our virtual Jacked and Juicy. And for anyone that is curious about this, what the fuck is virtual Jacked and Juicy? Um, you got to get online. Reach out to myself or Alex and we will tell you more about it. Um, it's on Functional You uh, Facebook page. It's on our group pages. We can add you into our groups so you can fucking party along with it it's a, a a zoom link as well so you can do it live and uh, you only need one dumbbell and uh, the tolerance for fucking loud obnoxious music giddy up giddy up all right that's it it's a good night for me and it's a good night from him cheers team giddy up <laughs>